G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Well, the Auckland Marathon was able to go ahead just at the weekend with around 8,500 people taking part. Uh, but only one person was uh, there brave enough. I won't say silly enough. I'll say brave enough to do it barefoot. And he joins us now. Ben Cinnamon, good morning to you. Uh, obvious first question. How are you walking at the moment? Good morning, Smithy. Uh, thanks for having me on, mate. Um, yeah, not so good at the moment. It's almost 48 hours since the race finished, and it's still taking me a fair chunk of time to walk across the house. So, um, yeah, we're pretty tender, but we came through relatively unscathed apart from that. So um, what are we looking at? Blisters, cuts? Bruises, uh, the whole the whole shebang, I guess. Yeah, it's more the joints and the muscles that are pretty tender. You know, pounding the asphalt for almost six hours takes a, a pretty heavy toll. The feet have come through okay. They were more slightly burnt, if anything, because that ground got pretty hot mm. a long time if you drive there towards the middle of the day. So, um, yeah, all sorts of, of niggles, but um, no major injuries, so pretty lucky. Now, uh, Ben, obviously, um, you did it for uh, a very genuine reason. Uh, tell us uh, a wee bit about the, the charity, why you came up with the idea, and, and how successful it's been money-wise. Yeah, so I, I did it to raise money for Kids Can. Um, pretty important charity in the grand scheme of things. You know, I've got a almost two-year-old daughter, and, you know, she's got all her basic needs met. You know, she's got warm clothes, she's got lots of food, she's got shelter but the reality is for tens of thousands of kids across New Zealand um, it's just not the case and and it's not their fault and this is a way of me making a bit of noise about um, some of the inequities that are around with our young children in New Zealand and trying to raise a bit of cash as well so raised a tick over five grand at the moment um, which is awesome Um, so thanks so much to everyone that donated but but also just trying to get people to have conversations around what they can potentially do in their community to to help out and just have a look around and and see what the reality is for, for Kiwi kids out there. Yeah, we do sort of, it's the kind of thing we just take for granted, I guess. So, you know, everyone's got a pair of shoes, haven't they? But no, they haven't. Uh, it's as simple as that. Oh, absolutely. It's, um, you know, you kind of get caught looking around and, and, and thinking that everything's okay if you just keep in your little bubble. But, you know, look a bit further afield and, and kids, they're going to school with, with no shoes, you know, no food in the lunchbox, you know, sharing, sharing shoes, uh, you know, day on, day off with other people in the family. Um, and it's, it's pretty tough for some of them. You know, I sort of look at, um, there's a good analogy about life being like climbing a mountain and everyone's mountaintops pretty different, but we don't all have the same opportunity to get to the top. You know, a lot of kids are born halfway up the mountain. They've, they've got warm clothes, a torch, a compass, a tent, and, and a good guide to get them there. But a lot of kids are born at the bottom in the dark and with, with no food, no way of getting to the path, and, and no um, help to get there. And it, it's just um, it's a real problem in New Zealand. And, yeah, hopefully this made a bit of noise. And, and, you know, it's not just about donating. It's about having conversations with your friends and family about how you might be able to help. So, um just trying to open people's eyes a little bit and 
it was only a day's hard slog for me, but those kids are going through it pretty tough every day. Not just a day's hard slog, because uh, I don't imagine you, you just woke up and said, let's run a marathon. I mean, you planned in advance, clearly you had to train in advance, So, and obviously you would be training uh, with bare feet as well to try and get yourself sort of uh, simulated to uh, the, the day itself? Yeah, yeah, that's right. You'd be surprised how quick your feet harden up um, after a few walks on the asphalt. Sort of takes me back to when I was a little kid, just running around the streets of Omaru and bare feet. Um, they harden up pretty quick. So, yeah, I basically have lived the last three or four months in bare feet, going everywhere in bare feet, and doing lots of long runs with shoes on just to um, minimise the chance of, of injury. But, um, yeah, it's been a lot of training, but I really enjoyed it. Um, you find you, you, your running changes a little bit in bare feet, but I think I've got stronger overall as a result. So it's not all hard slog, um, but yeah, just taking it back to that run, the, the heat was probably the worst part, the heat of the asphalt. Um, that was worse than, than ever, really, to be fair. So it's a bit like uh, when you, you go to the beach, you, you take your jandals off because you can't walk through the sand with your jandals on, and all of a sudden you find the, that sand um, is, is damn hot, uh, and it takes a bit of while, while getting used to it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There were certainly some stages in that run where I would have looked um, pretty funny with my running style. There's a lot of big intersections to cross that don't have much room to hide. Um, but I tried to run on the white lines, so... Uh, you know, did a bit of research online about how to how to best manage it, and the white lines are actually a lot cooler than the, the black part of the road. So, um, yeah, that helped a bit. And there was a lot of support on the run, which which helped um, get me through. So, yeah, it was really awesome. So, what was your time? And during that, how often during the run did you think about just I've given it a go? Uh, I've tried, you know, I've given it a genuine effort, but I just simply can't make it any further it was at, at, at that stage or any of that stage during during the particular event oh yeah there were plenty of stages where i thought no that's enough this is getting silly um let's call it quits but you know you kind of just take it back to the the point of the run and yeah six six hours is what it took me or just under six hours out of my day a bit of pain is really nothing compared to what tens of thousands of kids are going through, uh, you know, on a on a daily basis. And it's not just about no footwear for them. It's it's about not having, you know, safe food in the house and warm clothes in the middle of winter. So that really did help get me through. Um, another thing that helped me was just it sounds silly, but staying where your feet are. Someone told me that just stay where your feet are, meaning don't think about the finish line, don't think about how far you. Um, just stay in the moment and, and try and engage with the people right around you and just the old cliche of one step at a time and all of a sudden you're at the finish line six hours later <laughs> Six hours uh, that is a whole day's test cricket, that's the way I look at time, time spans that's a whole day's test cricket on your feet, on your bare feet, pounding it out, I mean what was the reaction of uh, people around you, the, the ones you passed or passed you or ran alongside you? A lot of pats on the back of people passing me because I didn't pass many people, um, which really helped, you know, just that little, that little um, boost of support uh, when you're going through a pretty tough spot. Lots of looks of, 
amazement, but also looks of, you know, what the heck is this guy doing? That's, that's crazy. Um, so it all just helped G me up and, and get me going. Um, and, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I had never run a full marathon before, so it probably helped that I hadn't done that because it's a fairly long way. But um, <laughs> we gave it a crack and we, we got it done. Okay, so um, is, is this something you'd do again or perhaps look at another way of, of raising money for this cause that you're so deeply into? I don't know if I'd run this one again, um, but yeah, definitely really keen to make as much noise as possible about, about helping kids can. Um, so yeah, give me a couple of weeks and, and I'll think about something else, no doubt. But um, yeah, I think my... Barefoot marathons are put on hold for for a little while. Ben, uh, just finally, um, I mean, is it still possible for people to uh, to help out a wee bit, contribute a wee bit, if it, if it is? How how do they go about it? Yeah, thanks, Smithy. Um, you can find me online if you just search for Barefoot Benny uh, Auckland Marathon. That should get you to the link, um, and it's on a website called Grassroots uh, Grassroots. G-R-A-S-S-R-O-O-T-Z. They're the fundraising platform for the Auckland Marathon. So you'll find me there, Barefoot Benny. Um, look, any kind of donation is really appreciated, but also, again, just having a conversation with, with your family and friends and whanau about, you know, what the reality is out there for Kiwi kids and what you can do in your own community. Outstanding, Ben. Uh, I salute you because it's something I could never do. Um, and I've just got a text and saying what an absolute good bugger from Matt. So uh, there's, there's sentiment out there for you, um, Ben, and uh, for what you've done and, and where the, the money's going to go to. So, hey, hey thanks for joining us. Um, hopefully it wasn't as painful as, as uh, the six hours uh, on, the, on the beat, mate. <laughs> thanks very much, Smithy. Really appreciate your time. Cheers.